Hi, I'm Channing Carr, and this is Ray's Different. Today we have Rob Dowdy on the show. Rob, would you like to introduce yourself? How's it going? My name is Rob Dowdy. I am currently a Masters of Public Administration student. Um, I, born, I was born and raised in Columbus, Ohio. Um, came here to Morgantown, West Virginia in 2015 and, and continuing my studies. So today on Ray's Different, me and Rob are just going to discuss some of the different experiences we've had as I am from rural West Virginia and he was born in inner city Columbus. We're just going to talk about our exposures, exposures to the opposite of what we were raised and then the stigmas and stereotypes that go along with that and how to change those. So uh, first up, I'm just going to ask you what, what your experience was like growing up in, in, inter, in, in the city. So grew up or, you know, in Columbus, Ohio, um, inner city. Um, for those of you who do not know too much about Columbus or what the atmosphere or culture is like, um, it is predominantly city. I know Ohio has a rep for having cornfields and stuff like that, but in the inner city of, of Columbus, there's no cornfields. It's buildings and neighborhoods. Um, so grew up around that. Uh, there was a few people that I knew who wore camo to school, but they were kind of the minority group of where I was from. Um, most of my friends growing up were... Um, were black, African, Hispanic, um, some type of descent of the minor, minority groups that grow up are here in America. Um, so I had a very, very diverse group of friends growing up, very diverse areas, um, but very far from what I was exposed to both in Morgantown and in Monroe County. And for, as for my experience, it's pretty much quite the opposite. My county is 98% white. Not much exposure to the opposite race, opposite uh, political views. Anything different just wasn't in my county. It was all very much the same. Camo was prominent. It was probably <laughs> the only thing people wore to school. Only cornfields, hour drive to a nearest Walmart, all that good stuff. So... Me and you have came from a very different path, but you know we've seen a lot of each other's experiences and still being exposed to those. So um, as you've spent a lot of time in my hometown, Monroe County, somewhere very rural, no, no stoplights, no fast food, as you know, probably thought you were going to get murdered on your trip down there, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> my first trip down there, I could say so. <laughs> Just like a scene out of a movie. So what would you say were some of your expectations of, let's just say, Monroe County or rural West Virginia, or like stereotypes or stigmas you had going into that? So my first time going to Monroe County was on a mission trip with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Um, it was a man by the name of Brian Young who was a part of this group, and he had invited us to his farm <laughs> um, to come hang out for the day since we were in the area. Um, obviously, again, being from Columbus, um, I had never been to a farm, not a real farm, not someone that someone's owned. I've been to the zoo, um, but there's also thousands of people at this zoo, right? I'd say, I'd say the zoo's a little bit different. A little, a little bit, bit different. A little bit more, a little bit more So, um, not being exposed to those things and being, um, around so many people growing up, um, one, the population being so heavy to the diversity, um, but 
most importantly, never having this experience of being in the rural countries of America. So initially my thoughts were like, okay, like what have I seen on movies, right? I've seen Heels Have Eyes, um, The Deliverance. Great rep we got there. Right, so I'm like, okay, these are things that have come out. Wrong turn, that's always a classic. Right, like actually, it was the movie was set and based off the county right next to ours, Greenbrier County. I didn't need to know that. Um, (laughs) No, so like these are the movies I've seen. This is my exposure to rural rep Virginia. Obviously, being in school for a few months before that, I had a little bit different exposure to one country white people, two um, rural uh, America. So, again, initial thoughts, I was terrified that I was going to get kidnapped um, because I was the only black person there. Um, Two, once we got there, they weren't going to like the fact that they had a black person on the property. Um, But I I thought there was going to be some type of racial encounter that was going to happen, regardless of if it was dangerous for my, like, actual well-being or if it was just, like, a disagreement, right? Um, so going onto the farm and seeing nothing but trees and mountains for miles, obviously Ohio's stupid flat, so that, that's a, a new feeling for me. Um, so going onto the farm and seeing, seeing cows and, and land and like these wild animals, as I call it, um, was definitely a new experience and a different exposure for me, but the most surprising um of it all was not the fact that they're how welcoming they were but at the same point it was um obviously having previous relationships with these people i knew they were good people but how welcoming and open arms not only he was um prior to our friendship but as well as the family and everybody else who was around that day i think the best word to describe like just me and you and just my thoughts of inner city life is just different. Complete opposite, you know. I knew everyone I saw pretty much. If I was going to get gas, I'm waving at someone. I'm just driving down the road. I'm waving at someone. I'm normally related to them. Let's just be honest, you know. There's that stereotype. But honestly, most of the time, I'm related to someone within a mile of me. So, you know, I see the city life as hectic. Uh, nobody knows anyone. No one's going to be nice. And the biggest thing about stereotypes is... It's not that they're untrue, it's that it's not the whole story. Yeah. And I think that's what we got to see sometimes because there is that aspect in the city life. But one thing that I've seen, like, just different is the fact that we're all people. I mean, I th- think that's something we got to step back and realize. <laughs> and just anytime I stepped into a city, I was not thinking of me in relation to someone else. It was me getting to where. And I think that was just so much different from the fact that in my little rural West Virginia, it was a community, and everyone was connected at some point. So that was probably my biggest thing was just the connectedness of how I saw that different. So uh, so what was the biggest differences you saw? Um, that right there, that, that connectedness, yeah. right? Um, most of the people I drive by, I, I didn't get it when I was there. I was like, <laughs> why is everybody waving at me? And you're not wrong. Everybody will wave at you. Everybody is waving at me as I'm driving. I'm like, why? I don't know who you are, but they're just, you you know, like they're, that's the connection is like, I don't know you, but I'm at least going to be nice to you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say hello when I pass you by. And I think previous, like in the up and comings of America 
throughout history had that understanding where when you pass someone, you say hello. If someone's close to the door, you hold it for them. And not to say that city people are rude at all um, corners of the world, but I do think that what you said is big. Like, it's me to whatever destination I have to go to, right? Not me and, and this collective group um, or the community that I'm a part of. And there's some aspects where city is very community, but there's also huge separations um, and huge barriers that exist within cities. Where in the rural country, you know, your neighbor might be a, a mile away from you, but mm-hmm. you're closer than... He's still your neighbor. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, whereas in the city, my neighbor can be right next to me, literally right next to me, and I don't even know their first name. Um, and so that was a huge surprise to me. Um, and probably the difference that I would say is like, no matter the space um, that is between the two or whatever the circumstances, y'all have that camaraderie of where you're from mm-hmm. and it brings you closer together. For sure. Um, so, so one of the biggest similarities I've seen, and of course, it's not something I saw surface level, you know, going into cities and going into that and something I wasn't exposed to, but getting to know you and other people on a deeper level is something that runs true through both, I feel like, is the importance of family. Mm. You know, for me, family, I literally, within a mile of my house, have, let's see, one, two, probably close to 20 relatives. And, I mean, that's very true for much of my county. It's like people live together, and it's family land, and it's handed down, and you live close to that, like, so I've lived in two different places, both within Monroe County. And the first one, I was a quarter mile from my dad's parents. The second time, I was half a mile from my mom's parents. So it's always this family thing. And I've, I've really, just through talking to you and talking to others, that seems to hold true. Would you say that it's the same thing? Yeah. Um, again, that that distance, is it plays a, a huge part. Like the friend that I was talking about earlier, Brian, is grandparents live on the same farm as him his parents live in the same house as him and his sisters and him all live under the same roof right so there's generations literally living together whereas in the city it's kind of like well once you turn 18 you're kind of like i don't want to say kick to the curb but you're expected to kind of go out and find your own and fend for yourself and if you move hours away from home it's kind of expected or normal and then you know you come around for the holidays but no matter what, like that family dynamic never is broken, right? Um, obviously, there's other things that play into those factors for a certain amount of people. Um, like we said earlier, that's not the common story for everyone, right? Yeah. Um, but I think that that family connection goes true, both rural or urban. For sure. And I think the biggest thing, <clears throat> whenever we think about this stuff, and it's just like I said earlier, through getting to know you, I learned that. That's yeah. something I wouldn't have thought about had I just walked on and just had like a surface level relationship with you and, or anybody else. And that's one of the biggest things is we have to look past those things and get to know each other because that is not everyone's story. So along with that, you know, stereotypes, you know, you're pro- if you're listening to this, you're probably thinking a lot about just from my hometown and what he's saying about it. You're probably putting together some stereotypes and some of them I can probably tell you hey that's true like that happens because stereotypes aren't always negative Mm -hmm. you know uh stereotypes can be in a positive light but 
a lot of times stereotypes really do have a negative effect. So what's some stereotypes that you kind of saw going in that were just completely debunked? Um, that people in the South don't like black people. <laughs> and that everyone you're going to meet was, has a little bit of racism. Mm -hmm. I can go to say that I've had more racist encounters in Columbus, Ohio than I have in any part of West Virginia. That's awesome. So, like, I, like I said, my county, I think all throughout high school, there was maybe, maybe I could probably count them on both my hands, probably 10 people, like, just, probably just in my high school. And that's a high school of 400. That's not a lot. And, you know, at first, you know, you don't, it, it is different. You see, okay, that's different. But we're still in that community feel. And I think that's kind of one of the differences is, hey, I've known him, you know, <laughs> hundred people in my graduating class, we know them all. We're all super tight. Yeah. So it's like just getting to know people. So what's some what's a time maybe a stereotype has had a negative effect on you or you've seen that stereotype just that, on yourself? Um, as far as in West Virginia or like or just, a stereotype that I had coming in. Or just someone having a stereotype just thinking about you, like how it's had a negative impact on yourself. Um, yeah, so I didn't mention this in the um, intro, but I played football here um, for the Mountaineers for about three years. Um, came here in 2015, graduated in 2018 um, from undergrad. But, you know, there's a lot of stigmas that follow football players. Mm -hmm. um, and the way that people look at football players in West Virginia, um, there is no professional team, West Virginia University athletes are looked at as the pro team right there they're kind of the celebrities of the state for sure, um for sure. and with that comes a lot of stereotypes right um being a black man and playing college football right um a lot of those things that i follow is maybe i'm not educated as much as my counterparts right or um everything that i want to do has to revolve around football or some type of sport, right? Like, I only possess the capacity to understand sports and not education or intellectual conversations. Or well, to give, like to give a little support of what he's saying, Rob is very smart. I'll give him that. I'll give you that. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those were some, some things that followed. And no one ever meant it in a negative way. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, once I stopped playing, they were like, oh, are you going to the NFL? Or doing something in coaching or something around those lines of sports. And it was like, hey, like, I know I played football, but I possess more than athletic just ability. athletic yeah. ability, right? Yeah. Or just, like, my understanding of, like, things go beyond the, the scopes of athletics. So a little bit about my personal experience. I think with stereotypes, the worst thing about them is the fact that you are grouping someone together in a group and saying this is what you are instead of taking the time to get to know them so i know you've told me this several times you've told me you're you're, you're not like them like you're not you're not really country like yeah yes i hunt yes i fish but i don't really take on that persona of jeans and boots yeah like, <laughs> you might catch me in a hat every once in a while i feel like i've taken on more of the identity <laughs> than you have oh yeah yeah i see you you're wearing jeans and boots way more often than me but, um, so, I feel like that's, sometimes that stereotype is put on me, like, and 
even though I don't portray that, if I tell someone that, like, oh, like, you're not really what I think of you, you know, to be mm-hmm. based on where you're from. And a lot of times geography plays a huge role in that is uh, where I from, where I am from, you know, I have seen some of the struggles of being, you know, from rural West Virginia where, you know, my education honestly wasn't always the best. You know, we struggle to put teachers out. That's all across the nation and all across West Virginia, too. And, you know, our strikes have shown that that is something people are wanting to change. And uh, and I'm not saying I've had it worse off than others by no means. But, you know, I've seen the negative parts of that, and obviously some things hold true. But uh, along with these stigmas, what do you think is the best way to go about of stopping this? Like stopping the stigmas around, let's say, for you, around rural places, or for me, inner cities, and those people in there. How do we avoid stereotyping? Um, I think the biggest thing is what we've done, right? Mm -hmm. Getting to know each other. Um, Talking about those things. um, Sharing our experiences. There is surprisingly so many things that we have a shared experience on. Yeah. Whether it was experienced in Columbus, Ohio, or <laughs> Monroe County, West Virginia, mm-hmm. right? It was the lot same, of, right? Right at the base level. Yeah. So it's like we share these ideas. We share these these experiences um, on a basic and on a deeper level, right? Mm-hmm. And until we have those conversations and we reach across the aisle and talk about these things and get to know one of each other, those, um, those implicit biases are going to constantly be there um, until we find a way to get over them or to understand mm-hmm. the other side, right? I can sit here, if I had never met you, you telling me from Monroe County, West Virginia, I got a whole bunch of thoughts about you, right? <laughs> Country, you wear jeans, you maybe dip, I don't know, right? These are negative things that I could possibly think. You say I'm from Columbus. Um, okay, well, you grew up in the city, probably the inner city, probably a hood kid. Um, can You know, there's tons oh, yeah, and tons yeah. of negative things that can happen from a city or from whatever, but because we talk, we get along, we break bread together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we get to share those experiences yeah. together, and I think that's the only thing that'll change. And I think just what I've seen from me and you is not just focusing on our similarities. Yeah, that's what brings us together, but accepting each other's differences. That, that is huge. I, because we're not, not everyone is going to agree. Not even the people from Monroe County I'm going to agree for, agree on everything with. So it's really about talking about those differences, and it becomes normal. Yeah. Like, things that you talk about become normal to me, and I think that's something in high schools that isn't done very much. Mm-hmm. Because just from my aspect, a lot of those people don't have the experiences, so they can't bring any of that to light. So they just go along with what they're taught and what their stereotypes on, which can be influenced by media, can be influenced by movies, <laughs> movies very heavily, like like Wrong Turn. You could have thought, I am going to get murdered here. So mm-hmm. I, I think that is truly the heart of it, is accepting each other's differences and holding on to those similarities and realizing, hey, we're all just trying to get through this life together. Yeah, I think a lot of times, we, especially the day and age that we live in now, right, is that we do hold on to those differences super heavy. Um, and we don't, we like our friends and our people in our, in our circles, excuse me, to be exactly mm-hmm. how we are, right? Comfortability is huge. Right. So, um, you know, having people and being okay with, hey, we don't get along on this subject. If it's we don't talk about this subject or whatever, 
I still love you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, we may differ in this category, but you still are a genuine human being. Um, and accepting that, right, and moving past that. And I think as a society, we could take a lot from from doing that. Awesome. Rob, well, I thank you for coming on here and talking to me. And as always, it's just great to talk to about talk with you about anything. And this stuff, it hits home. So thank you for your opinion. Appreciate y'all. All right.